This is the IC Pixels podcast with David and Anthony Cavins. We're going to talk about design in everyday situations. That's the name of an episode. Um, it was inspired by a meme that I saw. Uh, it was a picture of um, Clay Thompson of um, Splash Brothers fame um, from the Warriors, and he's—I uh, mean—he's got a contract with a company called Anta, and there's a picture of him, and he's like sitting there, kind of looking at the shoe, like looking kind of disappointed. I don't know if he's really disappointed, but it just looked like it. Um, from the picture and there a bunch of people made jokes about it and stuff like that like he didn't really like them um but then i saw the meme i i, I got the that inspired this podcast what we want to talk about is um basically alluding to the fact that um programming makes you like a shoe because they had a picture of the the shoe and they changed the logo on it they had a low jordan logo on it they had a Nike check on it. They had an Under Armour logo, and for some odd reason, they had a Champion logo on it. Um, and their whole point was like everybody's going to like the one with the Nike on it because it looks better. So what I wanted, what I wanted to talk about, it's not. Um, there, the point of the meme was that it is all programming, and you know, uh, it's a conspiracy, and blah blah blah, and all that kind of stuff. But my thoughts on it, it is programming, but also reason why the Nike check looks better on there, the reason why people like it better, is because it's a really good logo compared to the other logos. Yeah, I have to agree. Um, programming definitely plays a, plays a part in it. You know, we've all kind of grown up around Nike and their shoes and the, you know, people's opinions about those shoes and all that stuff. So that definitely plays a part in why I particularly like Nikes myself. Um, I've never owned any of those other brands of shoes, Under Armors, or any of those other things. <laughs> I mainly own Nike. Um, and that's partly due to peer pressure from your peers saying, like, what are those when you're wearing something whack? Or if you're wearing something that isn't a name brand. So, yeah, yeah programming definitely pay, plays a part. But I think the Nike design is actually a good design. Um, yeah. Well, I guess we could we could talk about where it um where it came from the source of the Nike design, and then we can talk about the um other logos. Um, separate champion. We all know why nobody wants champion shoes, but um, um. So Nike was developed by a lady named Carol Carolyn Davidson. She's a student at Portland State University. She did she um designed it in 1971. Um, she got paid thirty five dollars for it. Um, yeah. Oh wow. But but she was later given stock in the company, which is now worth six hundred forty three thousand. So I mean, I think she'll she'll be all right. Shout out to Carol. She'll, yeah, she she'll be okay. But yeah, definitely we. I mean, we charge more than thirty five dollars for logos. Just you know. Well, I remember when I yeah. first started, I would definitely have. Well, maybe not thirty five, but I definitely charge people fifty dollars for a logo. I've done logos for thirty five. I mean, it it. 
But I would hope. But the thing is, it, it was not a Nike. <laughs> it was just no, like, you know, somebody's bootleg record, record like that. And so I never heard back from them. I never got no yeah. stock or nothing like that. Well, she was a student at the time, so I mean, that's kind of one of those things. I mean, I don't know that they were trying to take advantage of her. Blah, blah. I don't. I don't know, but I didn't. I didn't do all of my research, but. You know, I mean, that happens when you're a student. You just want money. You're just like, you'll take it, 35 bucks. All right, cool. This, You know, this may have been their first design, you know, that somebody, she sold to somebody or something like that. And, and, and if you, I mean, your first design out the gate is a Nike, then. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's a good look. You don't really got to put nothing else on your resume. Just put that Nike check on there and be like, I did this. Like, oh, okay. All right. I mean, I mean, what else do you need? I mean, nobody cares. So, yeah, I mean. Probably it, hit her with the. You know, we will pay you more, but this is a good way to build your portfolio. You know, this will get you more exposure. <laughs> I mean, I guess technically they were right because I would never know who she was if it wasn't for Nike. But you know, yeah, I mean, but <laughs> when JoJo's record label tries to hit you with that that same line, like, yo, you need to do this to get some exposure and build your portfolio. JoJo Simmons? I don't even know who that is. Diggy's brother. Oh, Run Son. Yeah, it's too bad. I don't. Uh, care oh. about that. But anyway. Okay. Yeah, I Nike Angela's brother? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Is that the same Angela that was in the DMs? Yes. Yes. Okay. Alright. I made the connection. Um well <laughs> back to whatever we were talking about. <laughs> but the logo I feel like um well, in my opinion, I think one reason why I like I think the Nike logo actually works better than like Champion, uh, Under Armour, and some of those is that Nike. I don't know when how they started. Did they start with shoes or whatever? But I think it was a running shoe that started. Well, their thing. We don't need to verify that. We'll just go with it. But they're not. Their logo <laughs> seemed like it was designed to work well on athletic gear not just mainly from i'm mainly talking shoes but obviously it works on clothing and apparel because they have it on there but it's a, it's a logo that works well within the space of a shoe whereas if you think about like under armor or champion or some of the others their logo obviously can fit on a shoe and fits within the canvas you could say yeah. but i feel like with like an under armor logo or like reebok's new logo or some of the other logos out there a lot of times the design of the shoe it's not easy to blend the design of the shoe with the logo because a lot of times like when i'm designing something i want the logo to not look like i just slapped something on top of a different design like if you look at um some you were telling me about some adidas i forgot what they were called but there were some adidas and even under armor shoes if you look at them there's like flowing lines and motion in the design of the shoe and then there's this thing that looks like a bug or a spider that just got slapped on top of it yeah and in some cases, it's not that bad. Like, if you have a, a mono, monochrome, monotone design where it's all one color, it's not as noticeable. But, yeah. Um, That's not, but that shouldn't be the goal of the company where you're stuck in a place where you have to hide your logo, basically. I mean, you're, you know, it's like, okay, well, yeah, let's put it on there, but let's make it one color so they can barely see it, but they know. I mean, because, yeah, Under Armour, like you mentioned, I mean, a lot of their stuff, it's just slapped on the side. I mean, the shoe doesn't look bad, but then they slap it on the side, and it's like, what is that? Yeah. Like, why? Why is why? Why did you put it right there? I mean, the best placement for it is like on the back of the shoe, on the tongue, anywhere where not on the side, because um, you know, the shoe is shaped like a triangle almost. You know, it's got that like swooping shape to it because of the way 
human feet are shaped. And something like a Nike check or Reebok's previous logo before they went to the Wackness, um, Adidas, their um, three stripes, um, Puma, um, Asics, uh, Sacconi, K-Swiss. I mean, it, it, the point is, all of them, they, they kind of have, a lot of them have logos that work well on the side of a shoe. But now, I don't know why recently we've got more companies like that are developing logos that don't work. Like Reebok, who had a logo that was different, they changed it now to something that looks like you could Google any corporate energy company and you would find the logo that they made. <laughs> and it's just slapped on the, I don't know what, I don't know what they're trying to do. I mean, I don't know if it was because of Rick Ross or what, but they, <laughs> Rick Ross, they were like, we're too, we're yeah, they completely like, or you know, logo and everything. Yeah. They say no they're more urban <laughs> sales. <laughs> they said they're like, um, you know, focused on like fitness or something like that now. I mean, but I don't, I don't get it. I really don't get it. I and mean, I guess they're trying to compete with Under Armour, but I'm like, Really? <laughs> if I was trying to compete with Under Armour, I wouldn't change my logo to something worse than Under Armour's logo. Well, so yeah. what I'll say about both of those logos, Under Armour and Reebok, is that neither of them kind of communicate motion or activity to me. Like yeah. Nike's logo, the font is italic, the swoosh, it all conveys motion and doing something. Adidas has the... You know, like the it's like the bars on your phone, <laughs> kind of. They yeah. Adidas logo does not necessarily indicate motion strongly to me, but it's it's okay. But it uh, looks good on a shoe. I mean, yeah, yeah. it just like looks. and some of those other brands, they're in, they have a swoosh type of something yeah. going on in their logo, indicating motion because all these are athletic shoe companies. Yeah. I so think Under Armour, it's literally just a U and a A, and Reebok is a triangle. Yeah. I think Pumas works well. Um, I mean, in another company that I think would fall into that category of logo that's kind of awkward on a shoe is Feli. I mean, um, no, I don't. I mean, I don't know if anybody's checking for Feli recently. I mean, um, I haven't seen it but, in the store, but I mean, I don't go to sneaker stores that often either. Aside from Rick One, I think he was mentioning it a couple of years ago, but. Um, <laughs> But yeah, I mean, they, they, they were hot. I mean, I like their logo. I mean, it's like the F. It looks like, I mean, they got the whole thing. Like, I remember we used to sit around and draw it all the time because it, it was a, it's a cool looking logo with their name and everything. But it suffers from the same thing. You put it on the side of a shoe, it looks crazy. Yeah. It's just like a stamp on there and it kind of, it doesn't have any kind of motion. Um, and a shoe is like the design of a shoe is almost always going to have motion. Yeah, it's a bunch of speed lines. It's not many rectangles or squares. Like the Philo yeah. logo works well within a square, but yeah. I haven't seen too many with square feet. Too many people with yeah. square feet. Because no. if you look at the, uh, at least if you look at the Philos that I like over yeah. the years, like some of the some of the stack houses, not all of them. The, first the Grand, Grand Hills. Hills, and that's about it. Um, on those shoes, they distorted the logo in order to make it kind of look better. And yeah. I feel like it, somebody at Feline Corporate was probably like, man, why we got to distort our logo for the shoe? I mean, obviously it worked out for them because those shoes were pretty popular. But uh, from a branding perspective, I would say, and a design perspective, you shouldn't have to distort your logo to make it look good. Your logo yeah. should look good in the places you plan to put it. Yeah. And I would say, I mean, um, kind of to um, segue into another company, 
Um, the Grant Hills, the Stackhouses, some of those, they're designed by a guy, I forgot his name, it's like David something with an R. But um, His name is David, he's got to be good. Uh, I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. Um, but uh, he um, he has a company now called Brand Black. And, I mean, those designs and feel like they were really good. And it makes sense because the Brand Black, their designs, they're like a newer company. Um, but in their shoes are designed really well. I can see, I'm looking at them, I can see their, I mean, I did some research and by research, I mean, I scrolled all the way to the bottom of their Instagram and I could see kind of the design process as it developed over time and the things that they, um, stuck to. Cause I noticed like one thing, well, for one thing, okay, there we go. It's like, looks like the fin of a airplane, back fin of an airplane or something like that, but they do not make an effort. Like a lot of companies, to design the shoe around the logo, like the logo being the central like design element. Because Nike does that, Puma does that, a lot of Adidas does that, a lot of companies do that. It's like the logo is integral to the look of the shoe. Um, I think that can work if you have a strong logo or logo element. Well, yeah. A strong, there's a strong element in their logo that you can use to build a shoe around. And like, I know we were talking a while back about the those Pippins that have yeah. the big air on the side. Those were some. Those were actually some of my favorite shoes. Yeah. But it's because they have strong elements that work well to design around. But yeah, I mean, and that was just... with Under Armour. You're not. I don't think you're going to see many shoes where they design around the Under Armour logo. They're going to slap that joint on top. Yeah, I mean, because it. Yeah, it's just not going to work on the side. They just look. That would look crazy. I mean, in the night, the air thing, those Pippins. I mean, that was. That mostly worked because it was like, who does that? Like, what? Yeah. <laughs> this is crazy. You know, I mean, it worked. It was like, that's unique, you know, and that's why it worked. It just looked interesting. Um, I mean, and I think that's an interesting thing. I mean, like, talking about, like, speaking about brand black in that way, I mean, it's like their whole thing seems to be focused more on the design of the shoe and some, like, elements that they include in every shoe. Like, they they got this some kind of, like, raised triangle action thing going on on all, all the newer shoes or whatever. And it's like, but that's their thing, and it's kind of interesting to see that balance of a company that isn't so focused on plastering their logo and their, everything. I mean, I guess it's, I don't know. I was thinking about it. It may be a bad example, but I was like, they're like the Kenneth Cole of, like, athletic <laughs> stuff. You know, it's just like, is it not good stuff? I mean, because they have clothes and stuff too, and it looks good, but it's like, you know, their logo isn't like, you have to look for their logo. It's not like the central element, like, oh, you know, I'm plastering a logo. I mean, so, I mean, I don't know. I mean, shout out to them. Um, I don't have any other shoes yet, but they're supposed to be really good. But um, another. Right, well, uh, I was going to say, the company, it, like, in, from, while we're talking about, about the design, I think what happens if, if you look at shoes over years, uh, I haven't looked at shoes that many years. It's only been like 20 some years I've looked at shoes or cared that much, but probably less than that. But companies kind of follow each other in terms of design. Like, you know, right now it's popular to make like those shoes that are basically like socks with a sole on them yeah. the, the prestos and the those adidas like the yeezys and all that stuff so what happens is companies try to follow each other they have to force their logo to work in whatever design is popular now or whatever kind of style is popular now like um so like adidas like their logo actually happens to work in that style it works on shell toes it worked on it kind of worked on some of the Kobe's back in the day when Kobe was with them or whatever. So it's worked on a lot of the designs that have been popular. So they've been able to maintain like some popularity in the market. Like, but like the topic of the podcast, we were talking about Nike. 
Nike's logo just happens to work well on a whole lot of stuff that has been popular. And so, you know, every time a new style of shoe comes out or a new style, like aesthetic or whatever you want to call it, becomes popular, Nike can easily get in there because their logo will work on that design. Whereas like Fila, they were having to distort their logo and put bubbles and all kinds of other weird stuff on the side of their shoe to get their logo in there because it didn't yeah. work with the the aesthetic that was popular at the time. So that's that's just another thing where it goes back to like Nike just has a strong logo that works well in the environment where they want to use it. Yeah. Because I'm sure there's other ones where, I don't know, I'm not sure, but I'm thinking from that perspective, I'm, there's probably times where other companies may have chosen to fall back because they couldn't get their thing to work with the thing that's popular, you know what I'm saying? Like Skechers probably wanted to design some hot, like some Yeezy Boost type shoes, but they were like, "No, nah, we gotta fall back because our logo, our logo just." <laughs> yeah, they've got like that. Like, yes, I mean, I don't know. I, I do have some Skechers running shoes that are kind of nice. They're really comfortable. I won't but nobody. I I rock them all the time. You got like the shape ups. <laughs> <laughs> they're Go Bionic. Uh, um, what are they? Actually... No, they're really nice running shoes or whatever. I mean, I I did a lot of re- I'm I'm the type I do a lot of research on something and then get something. I was like running more back then and no, I mean they were, I they worked great. I mean and I still wear them every once in a while. I mean but yeah, I mean I have some lugs still too. No, <laughs> oh my, I never. I don't think I ever had lugs, but I mean I don't know. I mean I just wanted. That, that's what I wanted. I mean, I wanted something good, and they were like, I had the best reviews. I like do a lot of research, and that goes back. And I mean, like that can tie into like your branding. Why somebody would be programmed by a company if your brand has a, you know, a solid history of making quality stuff, then people are gonna, you know, keep on buying into it. I mean, I wouldn't. I never thought Skechers had a decent running shoe until I watched a bunch of reviews, and I was like, because I was looking at Nikes and. I mean, I tend to be Adidas leaning most of the time, but I, based on the reviews, the Skechers were the best for the money, and I was like, all right, let me check them out, and I loved them. I think it goes, it's just, it is programming on some level, because I was telling somebody, it was in a different type of conversation, but we were talking about like how we met our wife or how our, how we met our wives or girlfriends or whatever. And <laughs> our wife. <laughs> well, he, how, he was telling me how he met his wife and I was telling him how I met my wife. And okay. in the discussion, he, he was on some BS, just honestly. He was talking about, well, I met her and I saw she had a nice personality and she was a great person and she had strong goals. And so I became attracted to her and I decided to holler. And I was like, yeah, I don't believe He just you. saw her on IG and then uh... <laughs> I slid on them DMs. But I told her, I told him, like, okay, that sounds good. I, I You're saying what sounds good, but I don't think that's necessarily true because honestly, if you don't look good, I'm probably not going to find out about your personality because why would I want to? And that may yeah. sound shallow, but it, it's kind of the same thing for shoes. Like, if a shoe doesn't look good, like, Skechers may have some wonderful basketball shoes or whatever, but they look like crap, so I'm probably not going to wear them. And You, you haven't looked at Skechers. I mean, they don't make basketball shoes, but you haven't actually looked at them. They, they're, honestly, there's a Skechers store here. I mean, their shoes, their running shoes and all that look like Elsa's running shoes, honestly. To be complete, they they look like that, but no, I mean, and that I mean, I don't think it's shallow to say that. I mean, because something has to attract you to. I mean, people are attracted to many different things. Yeah, so, yeah, so I mean, but it has, start. yeah, it, it has to start, start somewhere. somewhere. I mean, there's people out there that like 
some of those ugly Jordans that I hate. Yeah. I mean, but there's something that attracted them to it. I I don't know if it was just the branding or whatever, but they're ugly. Um, What's well, so the other thing is that like. Or, well, at least I can say with Nike and most of the other major companies, they do a lot of marketing and stuff like that. So if I see a shoe somewhere, I can also see what it's going to look like on my foot because I can see other people wearing it. I can see they they may have a lookbook or something like that, or their advertisements or a basketball game. I can see professional athletes wearing it. So then I can kind of get a perspective on what it looks like. And it's all peer pressure and programming there, but I think also design has something to do with it because they design a shoe that actually looks good and they then market it in a way where I'm kind of programmed to like it even more in addition to the fact that it actually looks good. Yeah. When I was in uh, elementary school, I had a couple shoes that actually looked pretty good, but they were not name brand. They were from Payless or Shoe City or somewhere like that. And people would see them and come to me like, hey, what kind of shoes are those? Those are hot. And then they find out they're from Payless, and then they they <laughs> they like, change their mind. Yeah, they're like, ah, yeah. oh, those are kind of lame, son. What, what is that? Why don't you get you some LA Gears or some Reeboks or whatever? Um, so I think the design obviously plays a part, a big part. Yeah, design, the history, and I mean, yeah, I mean function, and. You know, I mean, all that together is what goes into programming or branding or building brand loyalty, I guess. Yeah. Um, to me, yeah, I mean, I'm not, I wouldn't say I'm loyal to a specific brand. I tend to have more Adidas than anything else. But, I mean, I also bought some Nikes recently, but I ended up buying Adidas later for the same <laughs> I don't know. I mean, but it's it's just, you know, what you like. I mean, and some I mean, I don't know. Do what you want. I mean, as long as you're open to try other things, I mean, just, you know, just don't feel like you're a slave to a brand just cuz, you know, you own a couple of them and they, you know. Some people come up, I mean, you know, not a sh- not talking about shoes, but think about a company like Hyundai. They used to be whack like in the 80s and 90s and stuff like that, but now it's like a really good car and it came up. So yeah, I mean, Adidas is doing the same thing, because I would say, like, when I was in college, it was the last time I really saw people wearing Adidas that much. I mean, it's always cool to wear, like, some shell toes yeah. or whatever. The, yeah, shell toes. But other than that, there weren't really any, like, Adidas that it was, like, cool to own, for real, for real. Yeah, um, not back then, no. And not, not even not recently that I know of, until... No, Oh, well, yeah. I mean, Kanye brought that all back. I mean, and so many people, I don't know. There's so many shoes that, yeah. Now, now Adidas is like right there, like giving Nike a run for their money because, which goes into another thing, company like Nike, because they have their brand loyalty, because they have the reputation and everything and the names and everything to back them up, they were able to charge premium prices for things that weren't necessarily premium. Mm Mm-hmm. And then you have a company like Adidas that comes along and Under Armour and their stuff, you can get better quality for, you know, in some cases, half the price. And that forces a brand of like, okay, well, we need to lower the thing because somebody else is coming in here, stepping on our toes. We can't just rely on our aim, basically. So, I mean, it's, 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 um, it's an interesting thing how that goes and just how, how programming and branding plays a part, you know, 
and what we choose to buy mm. what we what we're attracted to um and what you get joked on for wearing <laughs> well that's just peer pressure but yeah it, it's it's if it was it's if any other company was known, it's just not wearing something known, I guess, is what people laugh at you for, for the most part. Because, honestly, there are some Nikes and Adidas or whatever that are ugly, but people recognize the brand. So as soon as they see the brand, they're like, oh, okay, well, yeah, you've got the same brand as me, so you're okay. I won't laugh mm-hmm. at you too much. But now, after going through all that, what can we, how can this apply in general to design? Um if you were, you know, hypothetically like designing a logo for someone, how would you apply all this? Um, well, some of it depends on the company because, you know, like somewhere like Nike, like we were saying, their logo works really well on the shoe. To be quite honest, it looks kind of funny when it's just by itself on a shirt. You don't think that because you're so familiar with it, but it looks kind of funny when it's just a check on the shirt. It's kind of like, what is that? Because it looks like really good on the shoe. That's like what it was built for. Um, so it kind of depends on the company, like what they're doing. And the thing I always ask people is like, what message are you trying? What kind of story are you trying to tell with this logo? What do you want people to think about? You know, what do you, what's the feeling that you want to get out of people, get out when people look at it? Um, I mean, that's the same thing with, people naming their company and all that. But a lot of times you, you know, they've already picked a name by the time they come to us and we've got to make a logo for, um, Jenny's hotcakes and soda and there's nothing we can do about it. <laughs> so at that point, you just, you just time to work with it. So, um, so I mean, that's how, I mean, that's how it apply. I mean, that's, I think that's how it, I, I would apply it to, you know, an actual person, you know, be, be mindful of what, message you're trying to get across um what you think could come in the future for your brand yeah um, i think that's what i was gonna say is like it seems like some of these brands may have started like under armor i know started with just the apparel side of things and i don't know if their plan was always to get into shoes but now they're into shoes and their logo doesn't work that well on a shoe so i would say in addition to like the things you mentioned i would also say like Obviously, what what you're trying to communicate, what type of, but also where is this going to be used? Is this just going to go on club flyers? Is it ever going to be on some clothes? (laughs) Does it need to go on a shoe? That type of stuff. Because once I know that, then um, as a designer, I can try and make something that kind of is, can be deconstructed like the Nike logo where there's the word Nike and then there's the check and they can be used together or apart. And then they have like these yeah. kind of sub brands. You could say like Nike Air means something, and you can use that somewhere else, or Nike Air Max, yeah. or Nike Air Four, or the one, or the Jumpman logo. Jumpman logo like is the, kind of separate, but like again, no. But you know, things. when you see that, you know it's Nike. Yeah, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, yeah. That, all that applies because I feel like probably the majority of people that create a logo at least for smaller businesses like you know their own entrepreneurial type stuff their logo is not going to ever get to the point where it needs to be used in that many places but if you design it well and the opportunity does come to use it in a lot more places in a diverse manner then you're you have a logo that can be simplified when needed and can be yeah scaled up and work well it can go in black and white and then color and like all that other stuff because 
there's been a lot of times where I've gotten requests to do a logo, but it's something that literally doesn't make sense to like they want um a bunch of different colors they want a logo that it's like just a a lot of crap in their logo and it's just yeah. not going to work well small or it can't be it can't work separately as separate pieces it can't work in black and white like that type of stuff matters yeah that's like i mean a lot of new logos i've seen recently it seems like i mean i don't i don't necessarily say i follow design trends that heavily but a lot of I've seen a lot of like logos with like transparencies and stuff like that in it, and the things I always think about it's like, how are you going to use that in black and white? Like how you know you're limiting yourself? Yeah. Like with that, I mean, and I don't know. It's kind of, I mean sometimes it's a good design element and everything, but other times it's like just seems like a you know. It's just, you know, it's like somebody was like, ah, oh, make it pop. And they're like, okay, let me do some transparency. And they're happy. The client's happy. They're happy. They get their money. They get their $35 and they can go home. Um, I feel like the black and white thing, it's, it's obviously great if you can make the logo work in black and white. But I don't, I kind of don't feel like it's as big of a deal as it was back in the day when, like, people were faxing stuff around and there was a whole lot yeah. of print media, media going on. Because then someone might print out something and make a photocopy or whatever. But now, yeah. like, you can, like, you don't, you can save the trees if you want to. Well, it doesn't necessarily have to work in black and white, but you may, it may be time for an application where you want it to be one color. Yeah, solid colors, no, no yeah. gradients, like putting it on a t-shirt or whatever. Yeah, I mean, you can do gradients there or whatever, too, but it just depends on what you're designing, what you're, you know, because some of the clients I work for, I have to create um, so many different project i mean product i mean um elements for them like you know for the website for print and everything like that and it's like i have to use the logo in so many different ways that i have to make it work and so it, it's good when it can work you know i can kick out all the color i can add in some color i can switch some colors if i need to but i'll keep it within the brand that's always a, a nice you know thing with the logo i mean some people distort the logo in any way yeah, I don't have to. Uh, yeah, I don't have to do. You know, I don't have to take liberties with it just to make it. You know, fit in there. I mean, so yeah. So whether you're a designer or you're someone who's looking to get a logo designed, I think looking at other people's logos and you know looking at the example of like a Nike or some of these other companies we talked about is a good idea. So you can kind of get a perspective on. You know, some things you need to think about. Because a lot of times people don't think about this stuff. And when they, then some designers don't take the time to tell their customers these things and say, hey, you need to think about this. This is why I'm suggesting you do it this way or whatever. And if you design like that, that's fine. You know, if that's what you're into. But you're kind of not serving your customer very well. And you may end up with stuff that you want to put in your portfolio. But I know when, like, there's been times when I've designed stuff without kind of giving people the right advice. And then it's not, I got paid, but it's not something I ever want to put in my portfolio because it doesn't look good. And it's a bad example of, you know, my skill set. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, and that, you know, don't, I mean, you don't want to force a designer to have to put bad stuff in his portfolio. Um, <laughs> I think that's cruel. Um, I mean, it's just not, that's not what a good person does, you know, and pay them more than $35 also. Yeah. You're only paying $35 for logos. 
pay customers or people, designers, only $35 for logos, then you're definitely kind of helping the terrorists win. Yeah, definitely. All right. Well, this has been episode one of the IC Pixels podcast. Um, be sure to check us out on social media. Um, our group account, I guess, is Alien Muffin. Oh, that's our Instagram account. It's Alien Muffin. Um, we're also Alien Muffin on Twitter and on Facebook. Um, if you want to follow me personally, for whatever reason, I'm on Instagram at dcave12, D-C-A-V-E-12. And I'm on Twitter. I rarely tweet, though, so uh, Dave Cavins, I think, is my Twitter. And, you know, make sure you also go check. You can check out our websites, alienmuffin.com. Um, I'm on Instagram as Ant Cave. Um, you can follow me. I do a lot of other stuff besides um, podcasts. <laughs> Clearly, <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's Ant at Ant, Ant Cave. It's also Ant Cave on Twitter. Um, and uh, use hashtag ThoughtBody. Um, <laughs> please don't use the hashtag. Don't. Yeah. Okay. All right. But um, but yeah, be sure. Like, if you enjoy what you heard today, be sure to tell a friend. Um, you don't have to um, be a designer to listen, and be sure to to uh like and subscribe and all that other stuff. Follow hashtag major knee alert. Yeah, major knee alert. Like elephant knees. We might have to edit that part out. Open up my closet to that new shoe smell. I guess I'm doing well. Smoking all the weed that I used to sell. But once my album goes in the shelves, it's going next. Tell how it's finna sell. For now, we're selling tapes out my shoebox. Any spot just set up my shop. You're mad that your girl always says that I'm hot. She buy my t shirts, but she's spending your guap. Uh, say what up if you see me around. Nike, yeah, separate my feet from the ground. It's just.